Welcome to the Pacific Forest Foundation's Talking Timber, where each week you meet the professionals behind the Northwest timber industry. Hi, welcome to Talking Timber. My name is Diane Mettler. I'm your host and Executive Director of Pacific Logging Congress. In this episode, we're going to be speaking to Diane Washburn and Jill Bell from the Oregon Women in Timber to find out more about the organization and what they do for the industry. In the meantime, we want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress for making this podcast possible. If you don't know about these two great organizations, check them out online, www.pacificloggingcongress.org and www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Their mission is to provide sound technical education about the forest industry. The Pacific Forest Foundation provides thousands of dollars in scholarships every year, and application season is now. If you or someone you know is studying in a forest-related field and would like a little assistance, please visit www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Okay, on to our conversation with Diane and Jill of the Oregon Women in Timber. We begin with Diane. Well, I started a long, long time ago. Um, I was uh, invited to go to a, a meeting in Tillamook. I lived in Tillamook at the time um, to just learn more about Oregon Women in Timber. Um, I had I was just recently married, and my husband and had started a reforestation business, and so I didn't know any of the ladies. So it was a, a good opportunity for me to just get to know people in my community that worked in forestry. And um, I enjoyed getting to know the women that attended and the group decided to start a Tillamook chapter of Oregon Women in Timber. And um, from there, it just blossomed into a great organization for me. How, how long ago was that? Uh, it was in 1989. Oh, wow. You guys have been at it for a while. Yep. So Jill, how did you get into it? Well, I joined in 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. At the time, I um, had been working up in the Sandy area, and I had got transferred down to the Eugene Springfield area. And when I got back down there in 2017, I realized um, the political climate seemed to have taken a bit of a turn for the worse for the, the timber industry and for forestry in general down there. So amongst other things, I had started attending um, some other kind of grassroots groups, and one of my coworkers was getting involved with OWIT and starting um, the Lane County chapter down there. So I started attending the meetings down there and just jumped right in and, and got involved after we got that chapter going and took a took a, a I guess I don't know what I want to say there, but took a good uh, liking to the group and just really excited about the group's message and what we were doing and having the opportunities to do. So you guys are both in different chapters, correct? Well, I'm actually a statewide member. The Tillamook chapter disbanded in the late 90s. So um, I've okay. just been a, a statewide member, just a member at large is what we call it. Um, and then i moved out into the valley in 2001 so um but i've been a part of the state board since uh, oh gosh sometime in the in the 90s and i've just continued to 
serve at in that capacity instead of at, at a chapter level. And so some of the things that you're excited, either of you, about what um, Oregon Women in Timber is doing? Uh, well, we're always excited about our Talk About Trees program. We've seen over three and a half million students since 1991. Um, we see about 140,000 students and teachers and parents um, per year. And our mission is to educate students and the public about managed forests. And we accomplish that mostly through our Talk About Trees program. So I would say that that's probably the biggest thing, but I'm also excited to, to just inspire other women to t talk about what they do in forestry or talk about their family members that are involved in forestry and just encouraging them to be a voice for our industry. And for somebody who doesn't know about, talk about trees, what, what that entails, could you kind of describe that a little bit? Um, it's, it is a science-based program that we, we provide to the schools free of charge. And we have basically three concepts that we teach when we go into the schools. We talk about what trees need to grow. We talk about what kinds of things harm trees. And then we also talk about who uses trees, how we use trees, the products that come from trees, and then the many jobs that are associated with growing trees and producing trees for the general public. Cool. So, so have you been into schools, Jill? And done it firsthand? No. Uh, luckily, we actually have um, facilitators that take the Talk About Trees program into the elementary schools. So uh, they are, I believe, Diane can correct me if I'm wrong, but most of them are retired teachers. And so they are experienced facilitators, and they're the ones that get to go in. And I believe uh, we've got 19 facilitators now across the state. And yeah, they do an excellent an excellent job with the program. I've had the opportunity to meet and interact with the facilitators and hear and, and see part of what the program's about. And it, it's a great program, really engaging, really hands-on for the kids and the parents of the teachers also. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. So at your chapter level, what kind of things do you guys do? Well, as for the Lane County chapter, we're just going into what year three, give or take here for the Lane County chapter. And we're still kind of developing what we're doing as we go. Our first year, we were more forming of the group. The second year we did reach out and um, kind of do some outreach education stuff. And believe it or not, for 2020, we actually had the opportunity to sit down and put together a full list of activities that we, and events that we we're gonna be doing for 2020. Uh, some of them, unfortunately, aren't going to be happening here this March, April. We were looking forward to doing some Arbor Week, Arbor Day events, and doing some tree planting with some local elementary schools down in the Eugene area, but those aren't going to be able to take place just due to the state of everything right now. But later this year, we are going to be the community spotlight down at the Eugene Emeralds game, um, one of the Eugene Emeralds games in August. I don't remember the exact date on that but we'll be able to have a table and a booth on the concourse there. And our purpose is gonna be just to set up and talk to the general public, talk to who is ever at the game about um, Oregon forest, forestry in general, and just work to educate members of the public. And I think the big project that we have coming up will be in October for our Forest Products Month celebration. 
is what we did last year and what we intend on replicating this year for 2020. We had done a whole series of stuff for um, October. We did arrange to do some mill tours uh, that went really well. It was for a University of Oregon audience, and so that's who who we'd reached out to for, to attend the tour. We did radio ads that aired on local radio stations down in the lower Willamette Valley area for the whole month. Hmm. We did a trivia night at a local brewery that that was pretty exciting for us. We also did a huge social media campaign all of the month of October. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on on our social media, just trying to get educational stuff out. We put together um, elementary school packets for fourth graders and delivered to some of the local schools that had forest essays, um, the OFRI materials in there, in addition to the teacher materials and some other stuff. But as a whole, we had tackled a, a very large um, large event for our first year, and everything was very successful. Wow. We got a lot of positive feedback also from people, and we're looking forward to doing it again this year and seeing where we can kind of learn and grow. So. Um, yeah, and we're hoping if it works out for some of our other chapters that we can get some more of our chapters to do Forest Products Month activities in their own communities also. Wow. So how big is your chapter? You did a lot for your second year. so We did. We did. Um, to be completely honest with you, we at the time probably had six to eight uh, active members. Um, we are slowly growing. We've had a few more people starting to attend our meetings down there, but as far as our real active members, it had been fairly limited. I want to say it, it's somewhere around that six to eight. Diane, how many chapters are there out there? There is four. Is that right, Jill? We have Clatsop County, Union County, um, Lane, and Douglas. Yep, that's correct. Uh, we're hoping to start a Salem area chapter. We'd actually had the meeting scheduled for the end of March, but we're having to postpone it at this time. There's also interest in Coos Bay. Um, we were trying to get a meeting set there as well for the end of April, 1st of May, but um, we're unsure now with, with uh, the health issues, but we'll try to get something going. We're gonna take a quick break to thank our sponsors. Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. As I mentioned, their mission is to provide technical education about sound forest practices. Each year, the Pacific Logging Congress holds a convention hosting industry professionals from around the greater Northwest, British Columbia, and New Zealand. The event is filled with great networking opportunities and amazing industry speakers. This year, the convention will be held in Palm Springs, California, November 8th through the 11th. If you want more details, please visit www.pacificloggingcongress.org. Okay, back to Diane and Jill. Wow. So I heard you had a pretty successful uh, auction at the Oregon Logging Conference. Is that correct? We did. We raised a little over $93,000, which will go towards our Talk About Trees program. And uh, we had a great crowd of over 420 people. Um, wow. so it was a great event. Do all the chapters get involved in that? Yes. Everybody statewide does. Okay. Okay. So if someone was going to join a chapter, um, or is interested in getting involved, what would the first steps be? Uh, well, they could go online and check out our website, which is, uh, orwit. So O-R-W-I-T.org. And there's, um, several links that they can click on to join 
And there's also information about our Talk About Trees program. Okay. And um, for you guys personally, what's been some of the highlights of being part of this organization? Well, for me personally, um, I have, I've, OWID has been the cornerstone of my whole life. Um, the women that I met in 1989 really formed me to be the person that I am today. I, I, I really enjoyed just being a part of an organization that mentored me to, um, that just gave me the opportunities to do things that I wouldn't have just as, uh, as a business owner in my little hometown. I was able to, I was just able to be around amazing women who knew how to accomplish things and they encouraged me to to do amazing things too. I just uh, feel like the friendships and the um, the friendships that I I have had in this organization and the um, I've just I've just learned a lot from the women that that have that I've had the opportunity to meet. Oh. Yes, it sounds like a great organization on lots of levels. For you, Jill, you haven't been in that long compared to Diane. What's been some of the highlights? Um, I'd second what Diane stated, that just the friendships and the relationships that I've been building, I get to interact with people that I wouldn't have generally met through work or just regular life that are all impacted or involved in forestry in some manner, and they're just really passionate about the industry. And so I have just been really impressed with all of the people that I have met through OWIT and just their passion. Um, I think the other thing about OWIT that is really encouraging to me is that we are giving our members an opportunity and a platform to be able to speak up and to have the courage to speak up. A lot of the things that we've learned through some of the different meetings we've had is that a lot of people, you know, they're passionate about forestry and they want to speak up and say something, but they don't always have the courage and they don't always feel like they have the knowledge and the information that they need to take the message forward and to be able to, you know, speak back when people are speaking out against the timber industry. And so for me, that's been huge. And just to see the growth and the development and the progress that some of these women I've, I've met are making um, and how they're moving forward with the industry and being able to go, um, to go do different things and just spread the message. If it's with OWIT or if it's outside OWIT, um, all of that has been really awesome, really empowering, and just so encouraging that there are so many people out there that do want to keep spreading a positive message on the timber industry. So have you guys seen some successes um, in that kind of just, you know, spreading the message versus just the, you know, talk about trees program, which has a tremendous effect, but just some of your members, some uh, different things they might have accomplished outside of that? Absolutely. Um, some of them, you know, we, oh, it's non-political, but some of our members are finding that on their own time, they're getting their voice to go up and provide testimony and to go do other things. Or when you're at the grocery store talking to neighbors or friends or family or whoever, having that courage to speak up also. Um, that's kind of what I've been seeing. I don't know if Diane has a different take on some of what she's been seeing. Um, some of our members have actually uh, served uh in the legislature wow. or have served in a, you know, an official capacity in their communities. Uh, several of us have gone back to Washington, D.C. to um, talk to our, our uh, legislators there at the state capitol. 
Um, we've also gone to agency meetings where we've talked about forestry and the, the different decisions that they make and how they affect us here in Oregon. So um, I think that this organization empowers women to speak up and to represent their families, nice. which is important. Yes, fabulous. Um, so are you, do you have any uh, goals for the future for the organization that um, besides sort of the, just the events that are coming up here in this year, but new things you want to accomplish? My goal is to get some more chapters going and have a strong executive committee that can take, take Oregon Women in Timber into the future so that we have a strong organization for future generations and that we keep keep getting that message out there. You know, there's a lot of things that we do in forestry that the general public doesn't understand. And I think we can provide that information in a positive way. What, what sort of things do you find that the public is the most uninformed about when it comes to forestry? I, I'd say basic, some very basic practices. Like a lot of people don't even know that we have the Oregon Forest Practices Act. Like that, that to me, one of the basic things that when I'm out talking to people, getting that communication out to them okay. to let them know we have laws and regulations. Um, I think some of the other stuff, in my opinion, is just some of the basic practices that they, they see a clear cut as being awful. But why is it that awful? Why, why do you think it's that way? It might look that way temporarily, but wait until it starts getting greened up again and just think about how it's thriving out there. Um, there's just a lot of misconceptions on stuff and people have a perception about how things were back in the day, maybe, but they aren't aware of the modern times and how, how, we're, how we're going about things. Okay. And so the, your, your uh, group here in, or in the different chapters in Oregon, um, do they get together? We, we do. We have an annual meeting in October of each year. And then we also always get together during the Oregon Logging Conference for our annual auction. Okay. And from both you guys' perspectives, um, if you were going to talk to someone who's like a, you know, teenager, high schooler, or even 20s thinking about getting into the industry, what would you tell them? I'd tell them it's a great place to be. Um, you know, it, forestry work is very, very rewarding. Uh, getting out to do field work, getting to see things change, getting to see roads built, getting to see logging happen, uh, you know, getting to see trees planted and growing again. Just the actual nature of the work is so rewarding. But it, it, uh, it's got a lot of career opportunities, too. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about my perspective as my background being a forest engineer, but there's so much other stuff to it. There's equipment operators, there's truck drivers, there's mill workers, you name it. It's just such a broad and uh, diverse industry. And there's so many great people in the timber industry also with good family wage jobs. So I would, I would highly encourage anybody who's possibly thinking about going into the timber industry that it's a great place to be and very welcoming for women also. Okay, great. And Diane, I assume you, what would you say to any gal out there that's thinking about joining OWIT? Oh, I'd say, come on board. We've got lots of work to do and we'd love to have you. So um, we, we just, we have, we have, uh, we have lots of things yet to, yet to come. So we welcome anyone that would like to join. 
if people are interested in joining, reach out to us. Um, they can email Di Diane, gets the email at info at orwit.org. Um, find us on social media. We're real active on social media also. We would love to have new members. Um, we recognize that people have only limited amount of time maybe that they can commit. We would be happy to take people with whatever time they can give us. Um, it's great for networking and I think just getting support also. We, we both have full-time jobs and OWIT is our volunteer job. So, um, so we just, we do the best we can and that's, you know, it would be great to get some more members involved so we can spread that out and just get more people that are say, saying the same messages. Thank you to Diane Washburn and Jill Bell for taking time out to talk to us about Oregon Women in Timber. And thank you to our sponsors, the Pacific Logging Congress and the Pacific Forest Foundation. To learn more about either of these organizations and the great things that they provide, just visit their websites, www.pacificloggingcongress.org and www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Until next time, take care.